Now it's time for Ivanka Talk on Start Making Sense. Today we ask the question, should the president's daughter be indicted? For that, we turn to our chief Ivanka correspondent, Amy Willens. Of course, she's a longtime contributing editor at The Nation, former Jerusalem correspondent for The New Yorker, and best known for her work on Haiti, most recently the award-winning book Farewell Fred Voodoo. Amy, welcome back. Thank you, John. Well, Ivanka is connected either directly or tangentially to events at the heart of the Russiagate probe. Let's look at the arguments that she should be a target for the prosecutors. Where do you think is the strongest case that she may have committed a crime? Well, possibly it's the cover-up meeting on Air Force One after the fabled meeting in Trump Tower with the Russian lawyer where on Air Force One, the Trump team, including the president and Jared Kushner uh, and Ivanka, crafted a message to the media saying that it was a meeting largely about Russian adoptions and had nothing to do with Hillary Clinton when actually, as we have discovered, it was all about dishing dirt on the Clinton campaign. And uh, Ivanka was present at that meeting. She did tell Michael Wolff, the author of Fire and Fury, that she was there briefly and took a pill to go to sleep, (laughs) which strikes me as too much honesty, you know? When do you find a person admitting that they took a pill to go to sleep in high office (laughs) other than when they want to make an excuse for themselves to not have been present at a damning meeting, which is part of the cover-up that Mueller is studying? And then there was a another meeting where she did not take a pill to go to sleep. That was the one where they discussed firing FBI Director James Comey. Yes, and she was very supportive of that idea. She was very worried, as was her husband, about Comey's taking a look at various Kushner companies' projects um, as that investigation wore on. And they were just all very frightened at the very beginning of this, and she wanted to get rid of him. That seems very much like being part of a conspiracy to obstruct justice if we believe that Comey was fired to stop him from investigating the president's crimes. Right. Rather than being fired because he was too tough on Hillary and her emails, as Trump alleged, after his firing. Now, I guess we should say here, you know, uh, I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on the podcast. And there's a lot we don't know, but presumably Robert Mueller knows a lot that you and I do not know about all this. The fact that Ivanka has not yet been hauled up on charges doesn't mean she's not being closely studied. And I would not assume anything about Mueller's attention or lack of attention to the possible subjects at hand. The Intercept had a piece on whether Ivanka could be indicted by Hannah Seligson. She points to uh, Ivanka's connections to Felix Sater. Who is he again? Felix Sater is a Russian-American businessman uh, with reputed mob ties uh, who loudly and plausibly boasted of connections with senior Russian officials in Moscow. He is now considered to be one of the Trump Organization's biggest headaches in the Russia probe because of a letter that he wrote to Trump lawyer Michael Cohen in 2015. Here is what he said in that letter. 
Our boy can become president of the USA and we can engineer it. I will get all of Putin's team to buy in on this. I will manage this process. Sounds sort of like collusion. Sounds just a touch like collusion there. And what does this have to do with Ivanka? Well, Ivanka accompanied Seder at one point to Moscow in, I think it was 2006, and uh, he claimed that he arranged for Ivanka to sit in Putin's chair at the Kremlin, and when the New York Times heard this, it asked, Ivanka, did you sit in Putin's chair at the Kremlin? She says, I may have sat in Putin's (laughs) chair, but, quote, she did not recall it, unquote. I would remember if I sat in Putin's chair, John. <laughs> but but I don't think it's a crime to sit in Putin's no, chair. No, simply but... it shows that there is a relationship between Ivanka and Seder. The Moscow connection is at the heart of a lot of the whole Russia thing. You know, a lot of people think, we think, this all goes back to Trump's project of building a Trump hotel in Moscow, which he's been trying to do for many years, which accelerated a lot just in the last two years and which was still going on during the campaign. A lot of people think this is the basis of Trump's, what should we call it, romance with Putin, a lot of which has been covered up and denied. And Ivanka is an important part of the project of building a Trump hotel in Moscow. So you know that Ivanka was one of the um, few members of the Trump organization who was tasked with going to foreign countries and figuring out sites, dealing with foreign governments on behalf of the Trump organization, real estate projects, and especially in the hotel and apartment tower business. And she went also to Moscow uh, on behalf of the Trump organization, scouting for sites to build the Trump Tower Moscow, and they did find some sites, and this was to be done with uh, a Moscow bank that is closely tied to the Russian government. But because of the Obama sanctions against Russia, the deal couldn't go through. And it is thought that that is possibly part of why the sanctions became such a big conversation piece between the Russians who met with the Trump campaign in the walk-up to the election. And another potential vulnerability of Ivanka is her support of campaign chief Paul Manafort, who's now charged with conspiracy, money laundering, being an unregistered agent of a foreign entity and making false statements to the FBI. This is being pretty close to a person charged with multiple felonies. This one I'm a little, I think it's highly speculative. She supported Manafort. He was uh, someone they knew. He was someone who was considered an expert. Yes, now he's being charged, but you know, that doesn't mean she should be charged because she supported his role in the campaign. She also supported Michael Flynn's role in the campaign. He's now cooperating with the Russia probe. So I don't know if you can just tar her with the same brush. It's a little suspicious. We wonder what Mueller's looking at about her. And we wonder what Flynn might say. If Flynn says, well, everything I did was what Ivanka told me to do. Right, or what we discussed. So we've been talking about what Mueller might be investigating that could lead to criminal charges against Ivanka. Of course, there's a lot of reasons to think Ivanka is not guilty of anything. Let's look at some of those. What do you think are, you know, what do you think is the best reason that Ivanka is not uh, guilty of any crimes? 
This is her defense. She's not smart enough. She's a mommy. She's too busy with the kids. She only cares about women's issues, as if she were the first lady. That's how the defense of Ivanka goes. She's she's like a first lady. She has the kids. She has her women's projects, and she's just not involved. But if if that were the case, it would be completely other than how Ivanka has always represented herself in her books uh, as a fully viable member of the Trump organization, in fact, sometimes solely in charge of various projects. And I just don't buy the stupid Ivanka uh, theory at all. And she may not be the world's greatest intellectual, but she is a woman who knows how to do business. So maybe it was stupid to recommend Manafort and Flynn for jobs, but it wasn't a crime. Uh, maybe she's just inexperienced and has poor judgment about public life, since really all she knows about is the Trump Organization and the rules that the Trump Organization follows are a little different from the rules that the White House should follow. But that doesn't work as, as a justification. First of all, ignorance is not a defense. And second of all, um, and when you look at Jared and Ivanka and how they've run themselves in the West Wing, especially Jared, but they're part of a team, these are people who came to the White House without the slightest notion of propriety and impropriety, without the slightest notion of observing a lack of violation of both the spirit and the letter of the law. That's not how they operate. They brought their business uh, behaviors into the White House. Jared doing business deals in his little office next to the bigger office down the hallway. And... Um, they went to the White House with this in mind. I think you're headed for a bigger point here about Jared and Ivanka. Well, it's something I've thought about a lot because I've studied the development of kleptocracies in other countries in the world, and this is how it works. People come in, they look like a little bit shady, and they seem a little bit different from the leaders who have preceded them, and then suddenly you realize they're using the office to do their own business. They're stealing from the American people. I mean, if you think it's not a, uh, a violation of propriety for Jared to go on the taxpayer's dollar all over the world, um, ostensibly pursuing our foreign policy, but in fact, also pursuing his own uh, business goals, that's not true. And he is using uh, the, the White House to establish ties, say, to Mohammed bin Salman, um, in Saudi Arabia, to establish these ties for future use for his businesses so that when he does leave office, he will have uh, made connections to other kleptocrats across the world um, with whom he can do business. And this is a danger to the United States and to the Constitution. We used to say that Ivanka and Jared were moderating forces. Yeah. We wanted them in the Trump White House because they were social liberals. They were New Yorkers. And they indeed, were... they are social liberals. But so what? I don't want my social liberals uh, doing their business and sucking monies out of foreign uh, leaders in order to pursue their own ridiculous $1.8 billion mortgages downtown in Manhattan. It's just... it's. It's a grotesque abuse of power. 
You know, so what if they think it's bad for Trump to uh, pursue gays or to support Nazis in the southern states of the United States or to kowtow to the NRA? I don't care what they feel. They're not doing any good in the first place. Are they stopping Trump from pursuing those goals? No, they're not. And nor do they think they will be. They just are are showing a nice face while they uh, while they suck money from the job. And Ivanka may be the mom of the Instagrammable Arabella, the cutest girl who's ever lived in the history of mankind, but she's also a shark, not Arabella, Ivanka. It's a grotesque abuse of power. This has been Ivanka Talk with Amy Willens, our chief Ivanka correspondent. Amy, thanks for coming in today. Thank you, John. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.